0: serious podcast today. I feel like I've died and went to heaven
1: <laughs> uh,
0: You like the new lighting <laughs>
1: We've got new ceilings and lights in the dojo and it's like
0: <laughs> It's blinding <laughs> It's like a, doc- like a dentist's surgery <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Nowhere to hide on the dojo floor anymore yes. <laughs> It's that,
0: that light where you know pain is coming soon <laughs> Suitable for a dojo and a dentist's office mm. So here we are We're back we
1: again? Um we're we're this is like we've been we've been trying to be more consistent with how often we put these out. So you've already had a few this month, but this is the first one that we've done since uh, uh-huh. Christmas because we had a few saved up mm-hmm. uh, to put out That's specifically right. after Christmas. So this is this is it.
0: This is us doing our first one. Well, since, this is us since talking to you from twenty twenty one now. Yeah. Eh? What date is it? It's the twenty third of January. Twenty twenty one. And uh, yeah, how's how's the how's the first month of the year been? Pretty fine. I suppose it's locked down. We're teaching on Zoom again. We're not even getting to do our outdoor classes anymore. Well, thank fuck. Um, cause it's freezing. It is. Free. <laughs> 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 yeah, I'd, I'd actually really had enough of that. <laughs> um, so we're on Zoom, but it's not. It's not as bad. It's you know, it, it was always kind of crappy teaching on Zoom, but it's it just is what it is now. We're veterans at it now. Yeah. That's it. Experience. Just doing it, just getting it done. Uh, the kids keep logging on. The kids keep showing up, so we keep showing up. We keep doing it. Um, adult classes are on Zoom as well. That's actually ticking along rather nicely. Um, the we're still zooming all our adult classes for free. We still have people from all over the world logging on. A little bit fewer than before, but it's the real diehards that remain. It's <laughs> yeah. the true, true budoka.
1: Well, from what I've seen, it's like we've got. We've got the diehards from this dojo, mm-hmm. um, the diehards from elsewhere, and then the occasional new, new people coming in oh, and checking yeah. on and seeing what's going on, which is uh, cool that we still get new people uh, jumping on there. But, yeah, I think I judge it by how many of our guys are coming on. Yeah. And it just seems like uh, um, the, the this another lockdown is kind of just, I don't know, taking the, the wind out their sails a little bit yeah. when it comes to the training. Yeah. Yeah. But my my January has been shite.
0: <laughs> <laughs> was it the, like off, the, the third
1: training sta- session back? Started off with a bang, man. <laughs> yeah. I, this is the problem. I started off with a bang because I was doing, I was doing a pad sessions with our our big yeah. boy Tig. Mm-hmm. Big Tig. I was doing pad sessions twice a week, feeling fit as well. Because like normally, <laughs> normally I do a pad session with Tig on a Friday mm-hmm. after our Thursday night drinks. Mm-hmm. So I'm always a little bit sluggish. And now, wait, we've not, we weren't doing the Thursday night drinks, and I was going on in into the pad session, you know, not hungover. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I remember the first one that had done not hungover tag went, "You've been out running or something." Like, what's... <laughs> You've you see, been out running. <laughs> you seem,
0: see, see, see a good neck today. I was like,
1: as <laughs> a lesson learned. Yeah, know? man. Um, there's a,
0: I think there's a lesson there. <laughs>
1: yeah. um, but no, so I was feeling fit. Uh, I started uh, doing sparring sessions with a uh, young Carl. We got one session in. Um, and we were doing the morning trainings and evening trainings, and I was off to a flying start. And then uh, Tuesday, Tabata session, my left calf just went—I don't know—ping, ping, ping. yeah, like, a, like some, a bowstring,
0: man. Someone just someone shot me in the calf. It was like a <laughs> <laughs> It was like when a banjo string pops. You know that uh, sound? You know, <laughs> yeah, I would say.
1: So I I tore my calf um, three weeks in, and uh, I've been I'm now sidelined for six weeks.
0: And it's bad, folks. You should have seen it. It, it was like a balloon. <laughs> <laughs> My calf was a balloon. My calf was a balloon. No,
1: um, I, 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 I was the first day. I didn't obviously. I, I like calf torn, so I iced it. Uh, Keep kept it elevated. Then from the dojo, I was, I was heading home, and uh, the States for me. Trying to get home. <laughs> I live. I live. Across the road from the dojo, it took me 20 (laughs) minutes to get home. Like, I was. was, Yeah. (laughs) If you imagine Master Yoda, like. (laughs)
0: He does You know, even the local barista where we always get our coffees after training, I went over to him a couple of mornings later and he was like, I saw your man, you know, your Scottish friend. God, it took him 10 minutes to get from here to there. (laughs) To to walk from one, from like his range of sight from his little booth where he sells coffee is about 10 metres. And he was like, I don't know what was wrong with him, but it took him 10 minutes to walk the length of that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so it's a bad one. So, So I'm currently... Yes, uh, that's uh, almost two weeks since that happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like I've uh, I've this, been to the physio. I've been to the, I've been going to the physio, getting treatments and stuff done. Dry needling. Dry needling is not nice. I told you. I was like, <laughs> like so when she first like the the lovely lady that's doing it like put, stuck the needles in, and I was like, Oh, that's not bad. Like it just feels like a little. Pinprick, like no, no, no pain or anything. But then, like she leaves it for a minute, then she starts twisting them, like in. And I was like, oh, okay, that's getting a wee bit more. Then she done it again. Mm. And then she obviously hit the spot she was trying to hit because yeah. it's probably quite, I don't know, it seems quite deep. Yeah, I know, yeah. but she hit the spot and my whole leg started spasming and I was like, you know, trying to be like breathe and martial arts <laughs> and be calm, you know, and be zen about it. And I was like, ooh, and I just said, that's that, yep, that's, that's the <laughs> bit right there, isn't it? She's like, yeah, that's the bit I'd be looking for. Uh, so I've been doing that once a week um, and
0: just resting it, man, just resting mm-hmm. it, it's killing me. Speaking of your pain threshold though It is pretty high I've yeah. never really Seen you complain You know if you're in pain You might You'd frown a little bit And just go like mm, That's a bit sore <laughs> But this time Like in the In the session where The banjo string popped You literally were like Fuck <laughs> yeah. Fucking <it>, Jesus
1: <laughs> It was a bad one uh, So yeah So that's uh, I'm out for For a good length of going while I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Abandon the crutch um, On Monday And start just walking because okay. I think I'm ready to just start walking. Um, and we'll see what the lady says. Um, when she sees me walking in and stuff, we'll see what the physio says. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's slowly getting better. And I think the biggest thing that I need to do is just make sure that um, I don't rush back. Because it, start, cause it starts to feel better and I start to train. Train and then mm-hmm. I'll just go again. like mm-hmm. And probably worse than before. So I need to be strict. Six mm-hmm. weeks is an eternity, man. Like It's so boring. Can't I'm be, bored. can't I'm imagine I'm not, being out of training bored, for six like, weeks. Now. Oh man, like I, I didn't realise how much how much physical exercise we actually did because I like I can't sleep 'cause yeah. I'm not sleep i am not i am not burning off any energy, mm-hmm. so I'm just like I don't eat anymore. Like I ate once in twenty four hours yesterday. Jesus I was just like not hungry or because 'cause I'm not burning enough calories. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trying to do it like all the ways that they, like mentally, like I'm trying to read more and 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 stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm too thick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too thick for all that nonsense. <laughs> I just need to be punched and punched back. that's all I can do so
0: <laughs> oh you poor bastard I know, it's it's been Very sorry
1: for but you. uh yeah guys if you uh, comment below if you've got any uh, if you've been injured and, and any tips of getting over injuries or keeping yourself occupied when you can't train because this is the first time in a long long time that i've uh, I've been out this mm-hmm. long ago I had surgery in my left knee once um when I was a teenager. Mm. Um but you know teenager I was I bounced back in like a like
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know a month from that mm-hmm. and was absolutely fine, you know? Um I really feel like I understand the hardship you're going through man because I mean you'll remember it was a really low time. If you, if you I, that, I, yes. I sprained my ankle <laughs> <laughs> Christ. You think he pressure. just came back from NAM <laughs> the way he was going on about the sprained ankle. And I was coming up to my grading and oh I mean oh Oh, it's really sore, <laughs> guys. It really, really sore. What's <laughs> <was> sore though? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ah, Fuck it. But here we are in January. Uh, it's a shit January for you. I'm feeling pretty. I'm feeling pretty sweet. Um, hey, you?
1: How How's it been? Because you've been covering for me very. Thank you very much for well, that, by the way. No you and AJ have been doing a, a very kind, doing me a kindness and and taking my classes. Because for the first few days, I don't think. Scott, I don't think yeah because uh, Scott as when we were back teaching I was like it's pretty it's pretty like destroyed like <laughs> to say like uh, so I was like you know on on my crutch you know getting one handed like karate and stuff trying to trying to teach the kids but then because uh, he he Scott, saw you coming in and
0: out the door but he didn't actually see you walking home I did yeah. it was it was bad
1: yeah and then um, but he was very good and and asked you guys you know mm-hmm. to to cover for us and he's
0: been ever since then he's been looking out. Yeah, well, me and AJ nice. are splitting this, so it's a few extra hours a week. Nothing major, um, and it's nice getting your students because they're class. <laughs> oh, that's very nice. very um, nice. So that's been it's it's been fine. It's been fine, but training wise, I'm feeling pretty good this January. I think the break, the break did me some good. I had a bit of a shit Christmas, but we're not going to talk about that. <laughs> keep
1: it light.
0: Keep it light. Uh, keep it light indeed, and um, yeah, I'm I'm feeling like. I was unfit coming back, definitely. And I needed to... Like, the first few Tabata sessions were ropey as fuck. You didn't have a a six-pack when you came
1: back. I know, and I still haven't gotten it back. You (laughs) you had a
0: a flat pack. Yeah. This is called a flat pack. (laughs) Yeah, my six-pack still hasn't come back because I'm not cycling all over Dublin anymore to all my outdoor classes. Ah, yeah. So I'm burning less calories as well in that way. So, got to get that six-pack back somehow.
1: (laughs) Got to get it back. But yeah, um, how's it been teaching? Because you... Obviously, you did teach uh, adult classes on Zoom on occasion, but you're teaching mm. them
0: consistently now. Yeah, um, that's how, how's brilliant. that been going. I, I get excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I'm like excitable anyway as a person. Probably people who listen to this know that by now. Um, but when I uh, if I get into a flow teaching an adult class. Um, I'm sure probably, lots of people probably think it's really cringy or like uh, um, embarrassed. They're probably embarrassed for me, but I get excited and I start saying stupid things like "Use your spirit." You know? <laughs> what? Uh-huh. Yeah. I came in
1: at the end of one of your classes the other day to, to hang out with you, and you were to, and you were uh, shouting, at shouting at James, and you just went,
0: "Come on, James!" That <laughs> <laughs> was like what. <laughs> I was giving them the Rick Jackson yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I'm not used to it yet I still um I still get excited teaching an adult class seeing everybody pinging away and if I if I get excited enough they start getting excited and they start because I think that's something I can do I'm you know a, a performer um so if I can't uh Show off like you and Scott And can't exactly relate as much technical material Like you and Scott At least I can fucking use my own strengths Which is just this kind of uh, Candid excitability about karate I fucking love it I fucking love karate (laughs) Excellent That's cool That's
1: cool But yeah I have to say I've been been messing it a lot Like I've A I've had a, like I just got a nice message from Claire, just uh, asking after me and, and mm. saying that, that her and the kids are missing, you know, the training and stuff, yeah. which is nice. Um, and I have a few messages from all, from a, a lot of people from the dojo, hoping me hoping that I get better soon and stuff. But mm-hmm. I have to say, like, I, it kills me, you know the. Now, this is is a bit selfish, um, I guess, because it's nice that you and AJ are getting a bit of a uh, of exposure, because you do get a lot of exposure teaching on on Zoom, mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. Like, especially the new people. Mm-hmm. Um, like Rolf and Anne, mm-hmm. for example, always post mm-hmm. that what the class was like after it, which is really cool, because everyone kind of gets a glimpse of what we're teaching and stuff. And it was always just me and Scott getting that post, but now you and AJ are getting the post, which yeah. is nice. But I remember when AJ first covered my class, I think, and it was the Tuesday... And I seen, like, I was just having a look at who was all signing on. And there was, like, ten new people on oh. there and stuff. And it was, like, like groups of twos and stuff on. Like, I, I didn't recognise. And I was, like... I was, I was, like... Oh, I <laughs> it should be me. <laughs> <laughs> was, like, yeah, it was, like, very selfishly yeah. like, being, like, yeah, I, like, I I would love to be the one showing off, you know, yeah. and then showing what I can do, getting the exposure. But it's nice that you guys are getting it. Like, if I... If I Think about it for more than a second. More of that knee reaction. I'm like, ah, you know, it's good. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to get plenty of exposure because
0: I think we're going to have a pretty busy Kangeko. Yes! I can't wait, man. This is one time I'm actually looking forward to Kangeko because it's only four days this year.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love Kangeko. Like, like I, when I first came here, I hate Kangeko because I getting up really early, mm. really cold, and the pressure of teaching, not just in front of like, the whole dojo, but... Also, and and the other dojo instructors, but also the teacher in front of Scott, mm-hmm. which is a very when you first start, that's a very daunting task. Because I've only done that once before Kangeko, which was like my sort of first couple of days here. Yeah, I taught the odd class in front of him, and it's and it's nerve wracking. Now, now it, it doesn't. But I, like after three Kangekos, I I don't even think it it had any effect on me whatsoever. But those first three, I was like, oh, you have to. Do something wild because the boss is watching it, yeah. and you know, it's definitely it doesn't matter what you do is going to take the piss out of you a little bit, which is you know part of the fun, mm-hmm. you know. But it's like oh, you want to be like you know at the end of it still have them say that was a good class or something, you know. So like that <laughs> that excitement, like you know, eh, always like eventually looking forward to that, you know, like that. So I always look forward to kind of gecko these days, but this time it's going to be weird because we're going to be on Zoom.
0: It's just going to be the four of us in the dojo, us four instructors, and. Yeah. The rest of the world don't on know Zoom. What
1: I'm going to do. wheelchair oh, karate. No. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah. Shit. I'm going to. Well, if you if you teach something, I can do. He, well, <laughs> do you know what you say? You then say, I, "I I've taught many classes just from Shizentai." Oh, I was like, "Of yeah. course you
1: have." Yeah. Like, what? The, I, I know choke <laughs> I could do the
0: wee elbow thingy. Yeah. The all the the four MPs, but you know. But you'd still hurt your calf, I'd say, as soon as you went for speed and power. So what You're in I, I, of I have
1: no idea what I'm going to do. I, I'll, I'll come up with some. I've got a week to plan, so mm-hmm. I'll come up with a with a fantastic class where I just talk and smack you and eat you with a shinai or something. <laughs> yeah. You know, like <laughs> make it funny yeah. or something like yeah, that, yeah, rather than yeah. uh, rather than uh, silly. Maybe get you to demonstrate everything wrong and <laughs> yeah. show the corrections <laughs> or something. You know, remember like that, the, that can be good.
0: Remember the last summer camp we did together. Can we oh, tell chief. people oh, can chief. we tell people what we did cuz that was genius. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was good. all it was your your, your you started Just it. Just off the cuff, yeah, yeah, I guess. Okay, I'll tell them. So we were te- we had a lot of brand new newbies uh, at our summer camp kids who'd never done karate before. So we had to teach the basics while also, you know, the red belts, yellow belts, green belts, purple belts there weren't going to be too bored just learning how to do all the most basic, basic techniques. So Ross stands up, and he grabs everybody sitting around in great big circle, and he goes, what did you say? I was <laughs> <It's, it's> like... <laughs> at the dawn of time... <laughs>
1: It was cavemen and, and, and Rue and Rue immediately knowing what, what, what I'm going for becomes a, a caveman I jumped into character and I I talk about how they it developed the the first punch and they developed the first kick and the first block and it was all about mm-hmm. they, they had a big rock that they would play with and they and we picked up the big ball and you know one caveman would try and take it off the other one and the other one would would, would uh, push them away and that eventually <laughs> turned into chokazuki or, or whatever it was it was
0: like the science evolution. It was a reenactment, a reconstruction of the uh, of the history of of karate uh, and of you know the cavemen of Okinawa and. How they... <laughs> and just it was, a it, was the... theater. <laughs> it was theatre it was it was good for just wagging it I thought like, you know so bad there's no uh, there's no video evidence so we'd
1: do that for punching
0: then it'd be like okay sorry it's story time the kids all run around like super excited
1: it's like okay the dawn of time <laughs> and then talk about how they kicked and how that turned into my giddy and mm-hmm. stuff like that yeah it was good it was fun great fun
0: how did we get onto that oh yeah <laughs> what are you going to teach at Gangeko <laughs> so yeah I don't know I'll come
1: up with something um <laughs> so, so I'll, fill up, I'll fill up an hour somehow Yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So, I'm just we'll gonna see. dance around a little bit
1: but it's a shame because one of the cool things about Kangeko is the, the people that we get to come in and do the run and stuff but I guess mm-hmm. this will be really interesting to see what people do on Zoom and if we can still capture it'll be interesting to see if we can capture the same feeling Virtually, as we do in person, because in person it's very special. Like it's Mm -hmm. a very great way to start the year and stuff. And I think that obviously there'll be a downside to the fact that we're not all out on the run in the cold together, or or in the dojo training together. But uh, I think it'll be nice to to sort of have open to like people who normally wouldn't be able to take part in our kangeko you know like you people got from people from all over the world yeah. Over, yeah like mm-hmm. and, and yeah like cuz so you get it's always nice when you, we get some guests over for kangeko like mm-hmm. um we've had like i think andreas come over for kangeko um alexander, alexander best, best. Uh, um, there were
0: even guys from uh KO no. university one year there's a picture of uh, kangeko from years ago and yeah, one yeah. of the KO university guys is at it Oh really yeah wow, i haven't seen that picture yeah, it's the one where people are doing this with their arms. I think I think it's still the header image for Hombu Dojo Karate.
1: Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Ah, I need to mm. need to look at that. But yeah, but like uh, yeah, it's like so so um, this will be even better because we'll have it have everyone who normally can't make it over or uh, can't manage
0: to travel over still be able to mm. take part, which is nice. Yeah. It Should be good. I'm definitely gonna miss the big breakfast party though. Big breakfast party the, Sunday, the last Sunday of Kangeko Ooh. is always such a special day, man You start drinking at about mm, 10 o'clock in the morning <laughs> Just as you're finishing your eggs and sausages one, I remember one <laughs> one year <laughs> The story <laughs> Super Bowl, it's always Super Bowl it's Sunday Super Bowl yeah. Sunday, yeah <laughs> And hey,
1: I, I, we started drinking at half nine, ten And I remember it was four o'clock in the morning Watching the Super Bowl in coppers <laughs> Stop, stop, so hang on a second. You meant
0: half nine ten a.m. followed by four a.m.
1: the next morning. That <laughs> was crazy. I was. I've never been so placid in my life. It would have been
0: Dicey's though, was it? Or was it coppers? Uh,
1: coppers had it on. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I was. I was insane. That was insane.
1: Yeah. Because the thing was, I think I had the karate team, and then I had. My other friends outside of Karate who were planning to go and watch it anyway, mm. so I would drink. With, I drank with the Karate team until about they went until about nine o'clock at night, like from half nine to about nine ten o'clock.
0: Mm-hmm. Twelve honest hours, a gentleman's twelve.
1: I've <laughs> I've done that twice because then one year, yeah, I was up watching the Patriots and the Eagles, whatever Super Bowl that was, and Mixoli's So oh, yeah, <laughs> twice. <laughs> I'm just remembering that. Yeah, Jeez, but yeah, say uh, the party's always fun. There's yeah. always good good laugh.
0: One of the best dojo days. There's that, there's the summer barbecue and the Christmas party. And the Christmas party.
1: Yeah. It's class. <laughs> <laughs> um what's your favorite uh, Kengeko memory? Have you got one?
0: Um I've only how many Kengekos have I done? Two.
1: Been here, this will be your third one, yeah?
0: Yeah. I yeah. uh, got a favorite Kengeko memory. <laughs> um, yeah, the first one. I thought the first one was good. First one you done that music uh, Yeah, and then. I tried to I tried to shoehorn music into my second one and it was just like it was just like a, a gimmick at that stage. Yeah. But the first yeah. one it actually had a a proper bit of um I was talking about stagato versus legato and how you can kinda of get that feeling in karate. That's cool. Yeah. That was cool. I was pretty pleased with that. I think my favorite Kanyeko memory.
1: I think it was like one one of the ones where it like because we were all messing about in the top corner doing a class I think it was during um, AJ's AG, class or something and I remember we were doing some partner drill and Karen Karen was being saying cheeky things yeah. on the side. <laughs> so I me and Karen started like talking back forth, and then I carried him but like and I thought like you know I'll just touch a bit of, <laughs> I just went oh, and like caught him right in the floating rib like right in the and he went and hit the deck and I went Oh geez, I didn't mean to do that card. I went and he was hunched over, like, wow and I went and I hugged him and I was like, Man, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And he grabbed my arm And just oh, fucking jiddle no! flipped me. He flipped me all over his head. And I was like, oh, that was class. Gene yeah, wasn't even mad. I was like, "Oh." Really, he just fucking Jiddle flipped me. I was like, That's uh, that was amazing. Excellent. It was Excellent. very, very, very cool. And that yeah. was that was a that's one of the ones where I was just like, "This is just nice," you know.
0: <laughs> like, you know what? One kengeko. When we're all inside the dojo, we should put the mats down and get Karen to teach a judo class. That'd be cool. Yeah. That would be really cool. That would be really cool. Cause yeah. he's a black belt second hander.
1: I don't know if I don't know what belt he is, but I know mm-hmm. that he, he came, when he came here, he, he trained with the judo team and and the Irish champion and him were having good matches and oh. so He was he was competitive with the Irish champion, if not. Cool. Uh, Giving him. Karen is very strong.
0: Deceptively so he's ve- And dense He's, uh, he's got them, them Thick Armenian bones Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's just a very Very strong man <laughs> But yeah uh, So folks kind of If hateful. you hear this What what day is it Today uh, Saturday I'll try to put this out Before <laughs> Thursday <laughs> Come along Log on to Scott Langley's Zoom account uh, at seven a.m. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Hold on, I'll tell you what date that's gonna be. Twenty seventh. Okay. So from the twenty seventh, we're doing 29th, four 30th. days of go Seven a.m. Look, at, look for the event on Facebook and all the details oh, is there. 30th. Yeah, twenty seventh. Yeah. And donate to Irish Cancer Society while you're at it. Oh, it's the twenty eighth, not the twenty seventh. Twenty 28th, 28th,
1: 28th. <laughs> Yeah. Twenty 29th, ninth, thirty, and thirty first. It's gonna be good. Cracking way to kick off the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should be fun, but uh, I'm a buzz, bro. You're a buzz. I'm a buzz <laughs> because not, normally we don't really talk about it, but the 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 UFC is on tonight, oh. and it's the return of our, of this <laughs> this Emerald Isle's favorite son.
0: Mm, no our notorious son, <laughs> Notori- no doubt. Notorious. Our infamous son, <laughs> uh, Conor McGregor. Hmm. Um. I'd say, man like
1: despite it, everything that you hear in the media I still I still get a buzz when he's there's something about him you know and I guess that's why he's a global superstar there's something about him that just encapsulates me like, He's uh,
0: he's got charisma yeah <laughs> even when he's boxing owleds in the pub that was one time <laughs> <laughs> yeah McGregor versus Poirier tonight yeah. that's, uh, that's tonight yeah what's um, your prediction uh, McGregor second round why second round
1: Poirier's tough it's durable these days, like yeah. I know, he, like they fought before. He knocked him out in the first round, but I think he's much heavier.
0: But has McGregor ever knocked someone out in the second round? Yeah. You sure? Eddie Alvarez. That was the second round. Yeah. Okay. you saying normally he gets it done in the first round. I think first round.
1: Um, first round isn't a bad round. I just, I'm giving Poiri a bit of the benefit of the doubt and okay. saying that he'll he'll be tough enough to survive the mm-hmm. first and maybe get taken in the second.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. But that. Uh, but that, um, but I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be. It's gonna be awesome. What about the phenomenon of of Conor McGregor though? Like Conor McGregor as an athlete, super special, right? Yeah, a phenomenal he's athlete. A, uh, he's a, a a stick of twitch muscle. His body proportions are perfect for his sport. Yeah. Um, his size, his shoulders, you know, his flexibility, his explosive power. Um, also his mindset he's always super calm when he gets in there like he can go a whole round like the first round he's normally still breathing through his nose his cardio must be on that level you know
1: it's um, and I think one thing he never talks about is is what kind of mental exercises he does but I imagine he does a lot of visualization, meditation, yeah. all, all this mm. kind of stuff. But he, he never he never talks about like his process, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean, like in detail of what he actually does. Yeah. He just says, like, I, I dream about it and I believe mm. it, and then it'll come into reality. But I wonder what he actually does on a day-to-day to have that like unwavering confidence that he has.
0: He believes in the law of attraction. He, uh, yeah. he uses that. And, uh, you know, um, <laughs> people are all talking about it nowadays. They're calling it manifesting. <laughs> so, I don't know what the fuck they're on about But um, yeah Yeah So his mental process Obviously his training Is probably extreme Well it used to be more extreme Didn't it? He used to actually Fight full on rounds He used to say he used It was, it was boots preparing for boots yeah. <laughs> He used yeah. to have full-on fights to prepare himself for uh, for his matches, and he's he's taken it down a notch since then. Yeah,
1: and I think that any proof of that you can go too hard is Max Holloway fight that we watched the other know. week. I mean, he, he says he does no heavy sparring whatsoever, and put on the the biggest clinic I've ever seen. Yeah, like it was...
0: Remember the commentators were like, "Folks, stop your sparring right now. Put <laughs> everyone, away your gloves. Everyone get treated on Zoom. That's all you need." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the guy does no sparring, but absolutely, you know, it was one of the best fights I'd ever seen in my life. It was a masterclass. Yeah. And that, and that's why, like, I was trying
1: to get Scott into it, mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. into, into, and he, and I think that when it's on, he does, he, he does enjoy the, the, the matches, I think, a little bit, you know, I <laughs> never admit it, I think he does a yeah, yeah. little bit, and <laughs> I think that, and I think especially if he, if he'd stuck around to watch the, the, the main one, that would have been... Yeah, that would have been interesting to see his reaction to that. Yeah,
0: it was funny. He was sitting there and he was like, we want to "criticize a little bit and criticize a little bit," and then someone would land a good one and he'd go, "ooh!" And you're like, "Scott's yeah. having fun."
1: Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, yeah. So, but uh, talking about that, the McGregor's mindset and manifestation. Like, is is there anything that you do to try and like reach your goals, make your dreams become reality? Is there any sort of mind that sort of? That, mindfulness meditation that you kind of do on the day to day
0: tell you what i do ross i get up every morning i get on my bike (laughs) and i go down to sea point and i get in the sea and it's it's fucking brilliant third eye arsehole everything (laughs) i know um no i'm still enjoying my sea swimming I I'm obliged to mention that every time I uh, I'm talking to a human being. And <laughs> <laughs> um, my vegan diet and my swimming in the sea. Um what? Uh I, I don't know actually, not really. Um I I think it's something I need to get better at. I think I'm very scattered um mentally. I think I'm uh I'm not an anxious person, but I'm uh what is it? Like focus is not a strength of mine <laughs> mental focus <laughs> <laughs> shall we say um so yeah i think i think finding a way to be a little bit more meditative as in not during training but uh but uh, as in like my approach to my path say my karate path having a a little bit more cl- clear cut goals would be better although recently uh, i think this this january like i said i've been feeling a little bit better a little bit more um on the ball and i think My flexibility is slowly getting better. It's still horrendous. (laughs) But um, I think I figured out a few small things that I need to focus on. Like if I could increase the flexibility of my ankles, I think that would be a huge uh, help to what I'm trying to achieve. Mm. Uh, When it comes to stances especially. Like, um, you know, uh, like Scott Sensei's gorgeous Kokutsu Dutch. It's like if you could carve a statue of somebody doing kokutsu dutch, you'd model it on, on and but his ankle—it's it's his right ankle, yeah—and the way he can the way he can get such a. It's nice quite funny because
1: it's only his right ankle; his left one's more human yeah <laughs> yeah yeah his stands right right almost ankle. like average yeah. <laughs> and you know my
0: right ankle is more flexible too not not great but it's more flexible than my left and I think it's because we always start with our left leg in front and then we stop there while sensei talks you know like yeah. any sensei I'm not talking about Scott everybody goes left leg in front get on right yeah and then you okay, pause guys. there so, for about uh, a minute while they talk. serious talk and, and it, all, that, all that time your right yeah. ankle's getting a good stretch now, yeah could be that's my to theory. Yeah. <laughs> right us in, folks. Is your right ankle more flexible? Every or cat, your left? cat
1: every, almost every cat, starts with that left leg, or he hands always start with the left leg moving, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so you're always dipping with that right one first, exactly. And you probably do each
0: yami again, each, <laughs> <do again>, each <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, yami exactly. again. So you probably
1: do that move yeah. twenty more times than you do the rest. So yeah, yeah, yeah. possible. You're something there. Man.
0: And when you're fighting with your left leg in front, kumite always, you know, right-handed people, left leg in front. Yeah. mhm Anyway, it's not a hot take or anything, just an observation. But yeah, I want to increase the flexibility of my ankles and my hip flexors and and everything else too. But I think those two things would go a long way. So if I could focus on that, but then there's also like focusing on our competition in September. I'd like to be doing that too. Why? Why are you grimacing? I don't
1: think that's going to
0: happen. You don't think that's going to go ahead? Covid? I just don't think. think September. Yeah. yeah, Vaccine. Be grand. Mm. Ah. Mm. <laughs> you're just hoping it doesn't go ahead because you're out of training right now.
1: No, no, I would, I would like I would be happy like because well, yeah, six weeks out is a bit of a pain in the hole when it comes mm. to, like what? Say I'm back in action properly. What mid February, March would be. Yeah, six months, fucking plenty of time to get ready for a competition.
0: What about you? Um, when it comes to visualization, meditating.
1: Well, I now that I've been sidelining for a wee bit, I've been thinking about this a little bit because mm-hmm. I can't physically train. So I was like, "What can I do to mentally train?" Because that's something that I always kind of, I've always kind of not scoffed at, but just thought I'm not ready. It doesn't feel right for me because, like, mm-hmm. for we'll have like we You're do. Like, it,
0: I'll do that when I'm sixty.
1: Well, oh, I've I've said stuff like that before, like like people who who read and get inspired by the Nijikoon. Like I've read the Nijikoon a bunch of times, and I'm like ah, like nothing in, nothing in it is making me, you know. Th- think any different than I already do yeah. and it's just and I think that's just because of mental maturity like it's yeah. just I'm not I'm not at a stage in my karate where it's where it's where it's hitting me naturally you know I can it's, try and force yeah. it but it's not, it's not it's not genuine then
0: you know like when you read karate begins and end with respect that isn't going to make any difference to how you do your training tomorrow night is it
1: no but I, I have used that like because i the name of the because like, we have to respect each other I'll teach that to the kids yeah you know but, uh, but I wouldn't Think about that when I'm about to pair up with you, for example. I won't be like, oh, must, must because <laughs> yeah, I, I, res- I respect because <laughs> I respect everyone on the dojo floor. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, like I'm not like I'm not like oh, I'm with fucking decade here. No bow for you, you know, like never. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> no bow for you, <laughs> yeah. you know, it just uh, wouldn't happen. Oh, imagine! Oh, Christ!
1: <laughs> so, what I've been doing is I started taking, uh, started writing, dear diary. I started taking a wee diary. You're writing your book. i di- a wee diary. Oh. No, just a wee diary. Oh, just a daily thing. It's a daily thing. Just how I'm feeling, what I'm thinking about, no like way. in terms of training. Yeah. Um, Keeping a tabs on what training I do. Um, I was, st- I started doing it in, in a start when we got back from Christmas. I see. I started doing it. Um, so a training diary. A train, not just a training diary, but also like how I felt about training, how I felt about my classes, mm. and what I was teaching, what was bad, what was good, and just like in general, just writing down my thoughts of the day, in terms of my karate, um, whether it be t- how I performed in Scott's class, my own class, morning training, you know, uh, and and just like trying to. to Make sure that I uh, see where there's consistently things mm-hmm. that I'm not happy with. Mm-hmm. Like, if I see a pattern emerge, mm-hmm. of yeah, this is a problem, mm-hmm. like I'm doing this all the time. So, I thought that that's a way I could maybe get better. And I think that one of the things that I want to try, like the mental state of that I'm in, I want to try and at least come to grips with what I'm thinking about all the time. Because I don't really think, like, because I'm very in the moment kind of person, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I'm very, like, you know, stumble into life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> kind of my, my, my. <laughs> like when you sat down for Rick Jackson's meditation course, you are just like, "Clear your mind, okay." That says clear. This <laughs> one,
1: you know. Uh, so, like, yeah, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to attempt to, you know. Excellent. Improve.
0: Yeah. I
1: don't know how. Like I don't know if that's going to make a difference or but not. You're but. very
0: you're already very good at talking about what you mean. When it comes to karate and when it, talk, it comes to other things, you're you're very good uh, at conversation and explaining how you feel uh, about like say how you feel about anything, but also, you know, uh training concepts, karate concepts. So that's that's one um like form of communication that you can be strong at and by communicating that way, you can like by articulating it verbally, you um you can, it like restructures the, uh, how do I say this? I'm not, like I'm talking psychology here or neurology here and I'm not even a scientist. But it, uh, it reshuffles the way it's stored in your brain once you start talking about it. With the midichlorians. The midichlorians, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and writing, writing it down does the same thing. Yeah. You are reshuffling the way you understand this information. Mm. Um, so whether you're writing it down or talking about it, you're understanding it better every time. Yeah. So just thinking about it on your own, without any kind of communication, be it with pen and paper or verbal, um, you're not getting the most out of the information that you have in your brain. Mm, there you go. There you go. There you go. That's uh, so maybe that that in time, yeah, you know, doing that,
1: keeping that up, and for I'll come back to you in a few months with with a revelation Yes, with the secret scrolls. <laughs> <laughs> Pressure point me, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I, uh, So we'll see what that does. Like I've, I've tried. I thought. I, I thought to myself, if I'm sidelined, like let's keep this up. Even though I wasn't training, I was like, we'll just keep writing about how you mm. what you're thinking about day to day in terms of karate and training and your mood and stuff. Yeah, like I had to write the other day because I was like, be honest with yourself. It was the other day when I don't know what. It, Scott Sensei was teaching, but it was after the class he was talking to Matt Payne Sensei and they were mm-hmm. talking about it was Wankan, right? Mm-hmm, you guys mm-hmm. were doing Wankan mm-hmm, on yep. Thursday. And they were talking about, Oh, do you have you do you do it in Foodatch? Or do you do, have you Zenkuta And have you ever seen it done in Futo mm-hmm. And they were just having a conversation about kata. And my is and it's horrible to say but my first reaction was, What a waste of time. Like like in my head, let's mm-hmm. just listen to it was like like what a trivial thing to like care about. And that and then it got me thinking, I went down a wee rabbit hole. And this was just in, in the space of like a few seconds. Mm-hmm. I was like mm-hmm. I was like, man, karate is the most like 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 we waste so much time on trivial things. Like what stance should it be in mm-hmm. and Da, 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 and I was going down this thought process, like, "Oh, you guys were getting showered." I was like, <laughs> going into the going into the, the, darkness. The, green, the green
0: numbers coming down like yeah. in the Matrix. Yeah, I was like, wow. I, was like wow.
1: and I was like, I was like, man, how much time is wasted on on trivial things like this? But then, I, but then, so I wrote it down, and I read it back to myself, and I was like, it's not trivial. And so my next day thing was eh, this isn't trivial. This is you know there's a beauty in it, and there's a there's and there's a purpose in it. It's kind like, of like because what I've been watching is lots of chef videos, chefs. Okay. Marco Pierre White specifically, and I listened to him talking at Oxford for mm-hmm. an hour. Oh Jesus! And it was like amazing. Was he talking about cooking or just talking about life? He's talking, about, talking his about life. Art. Talking about his life, okay. just just his his life story basically. Mm-hmm. So he got asked one question was um, describe your childhood. And he talked for about thirty minutes And <laughs> like he just told the story about what he'd done and he'd done it without saying M or Yeah uh, He just spoke very clearly. So this American is a famous size.
0: chef? Who is this guy? This is guy that
1: trained Gordon Ramsay Mark Upiero. French White. guy. No, no, no. He's a uh, Italian oh, English. You
0: showed me him the other day, uh, I did. Yeah. yes, yes. And
1: yeah. he's on a he's on a show now, is he? He was on Mass. Australia. That's where I first started seeing him, and then I seen the way he was talking to people while he was teaching them how to cook. So then I started watching his videos on YouTube and stuff, and he's, he's cooking tutorials. And then I found him talking, and I and then I do the same with Gordon Ramsay and a few other chefs I can't remember the names of, but I was like, chefs are are the same as I've seen so many parallels between mm-hmm. cooking and karate. And I, I wish I wanted to talk to Tommy about this now because mm-hmm. I like because I have a lot of questions for him, but like
0: you never cut, get a straight answer out cut, of
1: him. <laughs> it's kind of this feeling of that banana. <laughs> but like, 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 for example, he, he was on this thing t- talking about cutting onions. Cutting onions, uh-huh. right? We, You would think that's a I, trivial uh, thing. No,
0: I'm the best onion dicer in Ireland. So he was just saying, this so is, you is how you're taught
1: in culinary. Colour- like, got an onion. He said, no one can teach me. This is how you're taught in culinary school, how to cut an onion. Uh-huh. And he cuts it, and it's finely chopped onion. Then he's like, you wouldn't last a day in my kitchen if you cut an onion like that. And it was like, how? Oh, and he shows you, and he's like, he just takes the onion a pe- one piece at a time and cuts it so fine that it's like, this will disappear mm-hmm. when you start cooking it. It will, it will like, melt in the pan. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This will, you'll still see it. And it's like, I know, it's like, just that little detail is quite trivial because it's cutting onions. Like, you want onions in your recipe? Brum, there you go. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, this will make all the difference to the end product and it's like and that's what I see with karate now so even though I went down that road of as a fucking like wait wait
0: hang on what's the onion?
1: the onion is technique right? (laughs) what stance is what stance is your onion? (laughs) like you know are you going to cut your onion in zengusadach or Furudach? You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. And it's, like, it's a very white, like, like I said, I've been trapped in the house this myself. Is... Fucking... <laughs> That's what happens good. when I don't get to train for a week and a half. I'm like, ah, the I'm there watching them cut onions and I'm like This is karate
0: <laughs> Rick Cotton would be so proud of you man. I know man I know But like So, so I was like
1: I was like that is exactly Because like you can cut onions Like everyone else Or You can cut onions like the best And have the onions disappear and it's like, and that makes all the difference to the dish. That's
0: so beautiful. And it was
1: like, and it was like, that's what it is, right? Those little triv- things that you would go, man, it's just a fucking onion. Just cut it and get it in the pan, right? No, 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 no. It's the way you cut the onion. It's the way you like put it, and it's like, and that was like, fuck, that's what it is. The style, like, should it be this stance or that stance? Should it be beside Dai? Should the fingertips be here or here? It's mm-hmm. like that little bit can make a fucking bit of difference in terms of like just everything you know like I don't know mm. uh, uh, maybe I'm losing my mind <laughs> you might my everything. my little diary might just be the, the authorities the will be of like a man. <laughs> the authorities will be like ah this is why. I <laughs> <laughs> yeah. can see here you
0: spiral into the darkness <laughs> <laughs> as you, you leave a trail of corpses across Dublin <laughs> yeah oh Christ that was great, man. <laughs> that's um,
1: what I. That's what I've been doing since I've been injured. Fucking the yeah, yes, audience. and that's
0: it. Because um, I I have uh, not. I haven't delved now as deep as you have, but I found little bits in uh, in acting training, in actor training that are that is very very um, there there are bits in it that remind you so much of some things in karate training as well. And it would be the much more it, it wouldn't be technique like you're talking about technique and the things that I can kind of relate uh, to karate training from my acting training is more to do with like presence or breathing or, you know, mm. more esoteric things like that. Things that I don't give myself permission to really think about too much because I'm still learning how to kick and punch, you know, mm. but uh, I know Rick Hutton is very interested in um, acting training. And I think he's because uh, he mentioned it in some seminar. He mentioned he'd been watching someone on YouTube. She was like, uh, I think, a dancer and a physical theater, um, a physical theater uh, guru. And uh, it was something about presence and entering a room and stuff like that. But in my theater days, I learned a lot about those kinds of things. Presence, spirit, breathing. Um, and also movement, because I've done a fair bit of physical theatre in my time. And one thing I learned about, um, <laughs> there's this, uh, you, know, you know, mime, the classic French mime? Yeah. It was, uh, there's this guy called Étienne de Creux. Who was one of the? He's basically the founder of the. Where well, you know I'm in the box. And yeah. The hand like that. That's his style of mime. I'm pulling a rope. That that kind of shit. And one of his principles was that <clears throat> to make a movement dramatic, there has to be an opposite movement simultaneously somewhere in your body. Ah. So if you're reaching this way, you should be stretching in the opposite direction at the same time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And Paolo Balafio yeah. confirmed that 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 is martial arts. That is connection. That is fascia. That is. Uh so it's also drama. Wow. I think this is so cool. <laughs> this, is, this, this is cool. Yeah, that
1: that see that's cool like. And yeah, I think that, that this is my first um my first dipping my toe into that kind of like that next stage of of development, I think. Nice. The the mental and spiritual development. We'll see. Ooh. See where it goes. But yeah, But in terms of like, you know, I'm talking about that, so I think that if I keep this up, I think that my, maybe not physically, but definitely mentally, my opinions of karate will have changed from the start, from January to December, or from January to January, say say in a year's time, Mm -hmm. I think I'll have a a wildly different opinion of karate if this is the road that that I'm going to travel down this year. We'll see You, you sense that yeah. you're on the You're on a You're at a fork in the path I think that this Like you know I I, I never see it as Forks in the path I always see it as, as The ladder You know Oh yeah And I think that sometimes You, you Like Shoots and ladders You know you, yeah. There are snakes and ladders Snakes and ladders you, you, You're going up You American
0: whatever. bastard
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's Snakes and ladders You're right <laughs> never played Shoots and ladders A day in my life <laughs> Always snakes But um, I think that it's like there, There's times where you just you're going along the little bit until you get to the next ladder you yeah, know yeah. and that's what I think it's like you, you plateau a little bit and then all of a sudden without you without putting effort into it all of a sudden you'll just be like Oom. to a new you, plateau you're there mm-hmm. and uh, I, I feel like this is the right way I feel good about it Um, and, maybe, and again maybe I'm just losing my shit but like well, I think I think this is the right
0: I think if right, you look at go, way to go. the most inspirational karate instructors you have to lose your shit a little bit maybe
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, something happens to you, like something very unplanned, like an like this injury mm. forces you to change something. You know, mm. the, like there is there is a, a, a an unplanned change that happens. I think when they're all when when people are doing it, like like Scott went through the same thing. He injured his knee mm. and had and and couldn't make a stance for like a year or something. He was telling me, and he and he had to sort of find a way around it. And I think that even like with this was with the lockdown, unplanned, unforeseen. Has kind of changed the way that we that we think about teaching in a lot of ways because yeah. we have to we have to teach on the spot and mm-hmm. we have to teach without any sort of physical um, contact and yeah. stuff like that. So I think that's and we've managed to do it for the, almost a year now, yeah. and it, and that I think is a, is a very has a very tough restraint to put on your teaching.
0: Yeah,
1: not being able to partner up because before like, because before lockdown most of my teaching was partner work because that my philosophy was you have to be actually get, getting actually defending against something or attacking with something you have to actually be doing it to someone to get yeah. the best out of it you yeah. know punching the air going can only get you so far was my thought process but now classes
0: like, we usually start with key on, then make it a little more free then pair up and apply it somehow and then
1: yeah yeah that that, that would be what what my structure was and it's mm-hmm. forced me to change my teaching structure therefore my ability to teach has broadened mhm you know, mm-hmm. like I've got a much more broad spectrum of what I can now teach, which I think is is a benefit of what's happening. So I think it's like yeah, to reach new plateaus, sometimes something unexpected needs to happen,
0: and all of a sudden
1: you're in a new realm, which is I think what's happening now with me.
0: It's like um, what uh, you know, <clears throat> that restaurant that Scott Sensei talks about, Amshire, Yeah. Um, where the chef decided he was only going to use ingredients native to and created in Ireland. Yeah. And uh, he said he said it was the best meal he'd ever had in his life.
1: Restricts the the
0: options that he has yeah.
1: and creates something mm-hmm. amazing out of it, you know? So mm. with restrictions, I think, yeah, comes the...
0: And Shakespeare. The next level. He had to have, you know, a certain number of syllables in every line. Ten syllables, something mm. like that.
1: He was making up words, though.
0: <laughs> yeah, but he did it really well. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. But so, so yeah, like... Um, yeah, that's interesting though. I'm I'm excited. Like even though I'm injured, I like I'm excited just to to see what happens. Cool man, I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Just here here along for the ride. <laughs> um but like so if you were if you remember, way way back we we were saying like we had goal what's the the new year's goal resolution or goals for last year?
0: How
1: yeah. uh, how do you compare like obviously a lot of that got thrown up in the air with COVID and everything yeah. but like how do you compare yourself karate wise
0: this year like at the start of this year compared to the start of last year have you changed? Yeah definitely Uh but but it feels like a massive change to me but I'm sure for somebody else looking at my karate it wouldn't look as dramatic Um it wouldn't look as dramatic a change but I think I'm Doing karate a lot more the way I want to be doing karate now, still a long way to go. Like, you'll never, you'll never ever catch me saying that I'm where I want to be. (laughs) You'll never. That's the rule. Yeah. Um, But I'm, what can I say? I definitely took a step in this one year gone by. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think, uh, you know, like being confident with your level is a funny thing. Because you never want to seem like a show-off. Although part of our job is showing off. But for me, it's just showing off for kids most of the time, which is fine. Um, but I've started putting stuff up on Instagram. Yeah. And uh, I don't put up every every video I make. I, I record myself doing a class, you know, on Zoom. I, I put up my laptop on Zoom and I put up my phone filming myself. I edit it down to about a minute and a half. And I watch it a few times. And if I like it, I stick it up. If I don't like it, I delete it. But uh, yeah. I think I think I would never ever have published myself doing karate online this time last year. Yeah, I think I'm still not that. I, like, every time I record myself,
1: I, like I'm super hypocritical of myself. Yeah, that's like one of the reasons why I think I'm I'm I, I, I'm quite good at karate is because I'm never I'm never happy, even though like I I I'm very cocky mm-hmm. like at times, and I'm very like you know, I ha- like I have that that air of I'm. You know, I'm the man or whatever. Like, I, like on the inside, I'm never like that. I'm always very self-critical. So whenever I look at a video myself, I'm never like, oh, oh look at that. I'm always like, oh, you fucker, like you fucking cock. Look at you, like you're you're such a fat piece of shit. You can't even do front stance Look at you Stacey. Like I'm very, right. <laughs> I'm very mean to myself. <laughs> So like like my one of my things was like I wanted to, like I wanna film I got ordered myself we tripod and stuff mm. to start film doing what you're doing start putting mm. up on Instagram and stuff. Hey, well obviously I'm injured so I can't do it just now. But that's one of my things that I want to try and do this year is is just put myself out there a bit more. You know, yeah. not rely on Scott to put videos of me out, but just start putting my everyday stuff because I think a lot of the stuff that when I, stuff does get paid me like it's never of my classes like rarely of my class like the one time like the only person that puts videos up in my classes is yourself mm-hmm. or if we've got a big seminar or something on but like mm-hmm. the day-to-day sort of trait like um training that i'm teaching and stuff never really goes out and yeah. i think it's it's not bad like some like sometimes like you know we'll come off the dojo and I, and you'll be like oh, "That was a good class yeah, and yeah, i'll be yeah. like yeah man i wish i'd filmed it like <laughs> yeah. you know or recorded yeah, yeah. it or something because that was really good so yeah that's one of my goals but and terms of you, like you compared to there, like you sent me one of those videos that you recorded. It was the first one before first one. I put it up. And you yeah. said, I remember you were like, "Man, is this okay to put up?" And I watched the video, and it made me think about all the karate videos to see of people teaching. I was like, and I think I said to you, "I said, mate, just think of some of the people that put stuff out there. <laughs> like, it's crazy how how much better you've gotten. Like, think about them and just be confident with it. And then it was that that made me mm. go, you start putting stuff out as well,' because. I mean, it's, if, as you, critical thi- as I if am. you think
0: I can put stuff up, then
1: you can definitely <laughs> no, put no, stuff no, that's up. No, that's, the thing, that's the kind of light I was like, <laughs> yeah, you thought Rue's video was really good. Like, maybe just stop thinking about what you think of your video and just fire it out mm-hmm. and just, just be. And it's a certain level of,
0: uh, I don't know, not confidence, but like. Don't give a fuckery, I guess. Yeah. like or just yeah. scrutinising yourself a little bit less. You have to scrutinise yourself for training. But I
1: like how much I scrutinise myself because I think that's yeah. what pushes me to get Definitely. There. Like, I think I'm, a, I'm my own worst critic, you know?
0: But you need to remember that nobody is scrutinising you as much as you're scrutinising yourself, except for Scott Sensei. Except for Scott
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: And that's psychologically proven.
1: Yeah. yeah. I think... Uh, Yes, yeah, the psychologically provable that's called will always scrutinize you more than you. <laughs> <laughs> No, um, Yeah, I, I, I that's I think something I still need to try and wrap my head around. But yeah, that was the
0: that was the plan, but obviously. Silent. That's for me on hold but, for now. But, but at least you're making back. your diary. Yeah, exactly. When you do start putting stuff stuff up, it's gonna be inspired.
1: Inspired, you mm-hmm. know,
0: Um yeah, and here's the thing, like
1: that and this the thing I realised, like compared to last year to this year, this is the question, have I got better at karate? And I I I don't think there's that big a I think that I'm in the plateau stage physically, just oh, really? now. I don't think I've gotten faster, stronger technically. You but you
0: have been but, doing a lot of thinking about karate. I think you started arguing with Scott Sensei a lot more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this sounds terrible, but I would just say I would just say cha- challenging with my own ideas a little bit. More. Sure. Yeah. 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 Just challenging, and then going else. Because, of course. Because, yeah, and that's it. But like I think, uh, yeah, thinking about it a little more. I think I, I think I'm definitely diving into like my own preferences now, what I like and what I don't like. Mm-hmm. I'm much more comfortable saying what I don't like.
0: What do you think about Urakin?
1: This piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Urakin's hurricane. like, it's. It's, it's like. Uh, it's. you <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> it. You're more likely to break your hand and break someone else, yeah. personally. Now, there'll be plenty of people like, I've knocked somebody out with Urakin. I'm sure you have. Like, but I still think you have more chance of breaking your hand and mm-hmm. <laughs> knocking somebody out with it. Unless you train Urakin on the Makiwara every day, then that's maybe a bit different. But, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think. Uh, yeah. There's there's plenty of techniques. I like kicking with the ball of the foot. I don't like that at all. No? No. I don't like kicking with the ball of the foot. Like mo- Moashigeri, I mean.
0: Yeah? Mo-ashigeri
1: oh, like Moashigeri. Okay. Yeah. Well, Maagiri, yeah. I get it. I, I tend to break my toes when I try and hit people with Maagiri, but...
0: Uh, my toes don't pull back that much.
1: My toes, pretty my, my toes do, but they're just really long. Like, I've got finger toes. <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah, I always myself. But yeah, like toes. I no, I that's I disgusting. <laughs> they just uh, just got big feet, like you know. Um, yeah, and like I've got like I'm always apprehensive because I have broken one toe on my foot multiple times. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm always hesitant to to throw my garies and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. like, but it hit me the instep. Like, like I've, I've only hurt myself with the instep of the foot three or four times, and it's like. Just to, like when I kick an elbow or something, mm-hmm. and you hurt. Like imagine you hit, kick the elbow with the ball of your foot. Like that'd be fucking devastating. No, basically. it's happened. Yeah, <laughs> it's ouchy. Yeah. So like, <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I think that's just inevitable. But uh no, prefer him with the shin, man. Of course. All that stuff. So yeah, I, like there's a lot of stuff there where I'm like, yeah, I don't like that, but I'll do it. You know, if I'm asked to or something, and I'll teach it. Um. Because it has its place, like mm-hmm. it, it, it's not, it's not unusable. But I just personally don't like it, you know. So I, I'm much more comfortable just to say, no, I personally don't like it, so I'll not use it. I'll not work, dedicate a lot of my own personal
0: time to it. It'd be pretty drastic if, say, one day you're in you're, you you know, when one day you uh, have your own dojo. It would be pretty drastic to teach them never to kick with the my Washi carry with the ball of the foot.
1: No, I would. You I would, would always teach them to kick with the ball of the foot. Oh, like, right. like, like, like ter- because as, because in terms because never l- limit the spectrum right you never right. want to take away you always want to add mm-hmm. so I would say about right, the ball of the foot but I would always teach them the hip pads I will oh, teach yeah. them ball of the foot and mm-hmm. then it's like okay and now in step and now shin like I will teach all three fair and then they can choose what they want but at the end of the day I don't think I've ever seen anyone who kicks people for a living kick gear with the ball of the foot
0: no not gear very,
1: very. Faz it
0: is it's very rare. There was there was that sweet um, knockout, um, Leo de Machida. One of his recent, well, I, well, it was probably about a year ago, but uh, he struck somebody right in the chin with a Gary. Oh, that was Randy Couture, mm. and that the was. Oh no, that maybe Vitor Belfort one.
1: Yeah, but he's done it twice. Mm. Yeah, and and yeah, mygiri to the chin. But not my no. now. Will will work every time. Gary to the chin. <laughs> but yeah, but like, but yeah, I I think uh, if I was to compare my karate from for, for in that year span, I don't think it's technically changed that much. Um, but I have started to become a little bit more individualistic. Mm-hmm. Is that a word? That <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, individualistic about it. I got I started to to. Just ha- free your
0: mind. Create my own what is opinions. It? What is that? Hang on. What's the thing, Scott Sensei was going on about it free about a year and a half ago? Was it just free your mind? <laughs> no, it was. It was free your mind,
1: wasn't it? <laughs> Empty your mind. Free your mind. No,
0: free your mind. Ah. Empty, your no. Empty
1: your mind. It's recall.
0: No, I'm trying to remember. Something. I'm trying to remember a very important lesson from Scott Sensei. It was like it was like free your mind, wasn't it? But it was a Japanese thing. I think it was one of the Nijuku. I hear no help to me no
1: (laughs) (laughs) No idea no idea probably one of those at the time one of those spiritual things
0: (laughs) (laughs) it was really good but he was talking about it for a while it was on one of his seminars and it was in one of his articles
1: yeah Yeah. well the uh, collective no no it was was
0: longer ago than that yeah Yeah. anyway I'll get back to you I'll get back to you think about it yeah was that the one that Rick Jackson complimented that article Scott wrote something and Rick Jackson was like it's oh yeah a beautiful thing probably wrapped. probably so maybe it was yeah. it is from the Kun, I remember now but anyway yeah. but um
1: yeah is it time That's it. no it's not time, oh, it's no, not time. No, no no it's time for best and worst of last year what was the best and worst thing that happened last year of 2020 so let's let's sum up 2020 worst thing or best thing I'll tell you my best thing right off the bat. Okay, I went to Disney World. <laughs> it's
0: got nothing to do with karate. <laughs> no I
1: don't care, no care. I went to Will. I went to the Winter Keiko uh, with in Florida down in Sarasota. And if mm-hmm. you haven't been to Sarasota, the beaches in Sarasota are the best, like whoa, best beaches in the world. Like amazing. I remember
0: you were getting slagged for loving Florida so much because Florida is just like in America. It's just like old people's paradise. <laughs> I love it. Man. I love it.
1: So Florida, so uh in Sarasota, uh, training Rick Horton Sensi's dojo, um. Training with uh, Scott Sensi and Rick Sensi, went over with uh Tommy, um. Obviously, whenever me and Tommy travel, it's always just the best <laughs> crack, like always, um simple things like walking to the dojo become an adventure, you know? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, like it just, uh, it's, it's, it was just class. Uh, the training was great, the people there were great. I was actually, you know, met- talking on the, the Facebook, one of the guys, uh, Hanif, mm-hmm. one of Rick's students, um, uh, for, for a couple hours the other night, like, just blaring away. So that's, like, a new f- pal that I've made over mm-hmm. there and, and a bunch of meeting, like, one of my favourite things, meeting a bunch of new people and stuff and, and training with new people. And, um, Training with a cool one of the cool things was training with a uh, Rick Sensei does his Aikido training, and mm-hmm. you know when you're you're both in Cesar uh, mm-hmm. and
0: you're holding on to
1: your holding each other's arms and court screwing your energy in and don't the parents over. I actually, was trained um, training with a guy who was able to do that really well, and and was actually like very good. Well, he was really good at tell me oh no you've lost it there you've lost it there oh, now now you've got it and you feel the difference like feeling the difference that was the first time i think i've actually like got the grips of that kind of okay. training yeah. so that was really cool um uh, being like representing Scott Sensei in the training is always good. Like, you know, when you're traveling a place and Scott Sensei can pull you out to demonstrate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like, he pulled me and Tommy out at one point to demonstrate something, and we nailed it, and that was really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the the camaraderie and stuff during that whole camp was, was great, you know, everyone was super lovely. Um, And we're very patient with me and Tommy and our antics and stuff, and maybe some people maybe thought it was inappropriate, some people enjoyed it. Um We are who we are. That's one of those things. And then after that trip, we travelled up to Orlando uh,
0: and Went to Disney World. Went to Disney World. (laughs) And you got to go You got to go to the Star Wars world early, before it's even
1: Open. And we got to the Star Wars, right? We got on the brand new, we got the fast passes to the we would not always even fast passes. Like there was a limited number of tickets because obviously it's so popular you need it's like first come, first serve mm-hmm. to get a time slot to get on the ride. Mm-hmm. And we got a time slot we got on the new ride and it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. Like we're on a, we're on a we're on a Star Destroyer. Yeah. We're on a full like a proper like we were there in space on a Star Destroyer. <laughs> it was insane. Um uh, and yeah, just like yeah, Disney—the whole experience, the staff, the the location, the weather, the the parks and stuff, and the food. Uh, it was just one one night we went to, <laughs> we went to this Japanese restaurant, and they had a wagyu, beef, mm-hmm. um, on the menu, and it's so expensive and stuff. And Tommy was like listen here lads <laughs> and he gave us a speech like we're in fucking florida <laughs> and It was like when we're in florida we're in florida so so let's get the most we were like all right we'll get it we'll get the most That's, expensive thing on the menu doesn't like, make any doesn't make sense. sense but he said it with such conviction we're like <laughs> <laughs> we understood we're like yeah okay let's do it um and it was amazing and, and scott used his disney points you know to get us mm-hmm. the accommodation and stuff and it was that ah, was great Hanif met us you know with a with a like a like a two litre bottle of Jameson for me and Tommy we were like you, you have no idea what you've done <laughs> um, that was definitely the best part of of last year man that was that was so mm-hmm. so good um, yeah
0: good for you man
1: also I'd like to say another good part was uh, still being able to see Molly through lockdown that was, that was nice Molly managed to make a trip over mm-hmm. during the summer um, and still, like we were worried that we wouldn't be able to see each other, you know, during lockdown and stuff. But luckily, Molly still managed to get over um, summertime, which was which was really nice. That was that was good. Brian Rooney set us up with our yeah, own yeah, apartment, yeah. you know, so we could quarantine in there together. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it was just that was great. That was great because I was worried I wouldn't get to see Molly.
0: But yeah, see my Molly. That's nice. Cool, man. That's cool. Good for you. That's my best. I don't know. I don't know if I, my best is really really boring. I had an extremely boring twenty twenty. Yeah. It was boring in a really nice way though. You know, all the, all the extra free time that comes with doing Zoom classes. Um. Uh, I got a lot of music done. Put out some music with my band. Um. But, actually, oh just kind of put on the spot now, so I don't really know what was the best thing about 2020, but this is what I'm going to say, and you're going to think I'm a complete dork, but I loved doing morning training four days a week. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: really liked that. I right? hate those Monday sessions, man.
0: Yeah, I know you hated it. Yeah. I liked it, though.
1: I, I hate all that whole morning training thing, like, like, uh, like the first getting used to it initially. I was, uh, I was going crazy.
0: Mm -hmm. for me you know i wish i could train even more than we do but i'm shit at training on my own i do it from time to time but solo sessions are a real drag for me so having an extra session with scott sensei with you with everyone i love that that's cool uh that's extremely boring extremely dorky but that's my (laughs) highlight of 2020 it was a boring fucking year all right didn't get to go anywhere didn't get to do fucking anything just training and teaching. So it was just a really... I did a lot of music and I did a lot of karate and I just... Yeah, that was it. I think the
1: worst part of 2020 was not... Um,
0: yeah, spending most of the year not
1: teaching people in person. That's got to be the worst. Yeah. Right? That's got to be the worst thing. Just but the alienation, the... Just what we were here. Isolation. Oh, fuck no. Worst part of 2020 was outdoor Irish town class. <laughs> fuck that class. <laughs> <laughs> not the kids. The kids are fantastic. Some of my favourite kids, but...
0: Did fuck you tell the story location. on the podcast already about the dog?
1: Yeah, I'm fucking yeah. that was my fail of the week Like three times in a row Because I happened every week Once again, the fucking devil dogs coming and pissing on my, my shit And attacking the kids Fireworks getting... Ugh. Yeah, yeah, fuck that, fuck that place
0: <laughs> Yeah, teaching outside was really, really rough sometimes Really rough What's my worst? What's your worst? Wait, that—that's that, yeah, your that worst place thing. Is the worst. Okay. I dreaded that every week. Yeah. My worst thing of 2020 was the complete lack of live music, no attending gigs and no making gigs. Well, you got? You
1: had a you always have an annual trip, right?
0: Yeah, I didn't get to go on tour this year. I fucking love my Christmas times in Germany, man. I go every Christmas. I play about eight gigs. Dresden, Munich, down into Austria playing Salzburg over into Switzerland playing Zurich on my own, just bandying around the middle of Europe singing songs fucking love it, usually go for about 10 or 11 days, you know and uh, I didn't get to do that this year so that was a major blow in fact, um, the last time I played a gig was December 20- 2019 oh, excuse me, I'm burping but um Yeah, uh, since, like I used to, from the age of 14, I've been gigging every weekend for most years. And then there'd be some quiet years where I wouldn't do a lot. The year I lived in Cork, really heavy gigging every single weekend, two or three times, busking every day. And then since I've been up here in Dublin working in the dojo, I'd play once every two months at home in Roscommon in JJ Harlow's. Actually, that pub is gone now, thanks to the... fucking COVID but um, yeah and then I didn't even realise till halfway through this year fuck I've never ever gone this long without playing a gig and now it's been a full year
1: that's a way over there yeah you, so, got, you got a wee gig at uh, the Christmas
0: that was weird yeah I played a Zoom gig I didn't enjoy that at all oh. <laughs> yeah I
1: think everyone else liked it though I think okay. it was a nice it was a nice thing for everyone else
0: okay yeah yeah I yeah. think I I could have been better prepared for that and all but um yeah, I did play a Zoom gig, I suppose, for about half an hour. Fair so, <laughs> no. so yeah, I, uh, I miss the crowds, man. I mean, I've been, you know, you've been to, you know, festivals. You know what it's like at a massive rock gig, you know, like like give me a mosh pit <laughs> like, give me I
1: just, want a, I, just want, I just want a Bruce Springsteen hand wave no. that's what I want Bruce
0: Springsteen I want that. sweaty fat Englishmen all around me <laughs> moshing to ACDC <laughs> oh my god uh, I'll take anything yeah. I'll take spoken word Get <laughs> at this stage would be good. oh man yeah yeah <laughs> um yeah, so
1: before we before we get on to the, the final part of the podcast, there's one, one thing you, you were telling me, and I, I think it, it's an interesting we topic for for instructors and stuff. Stealing, stealing classes, are we, <laughs> <laughs> Are we stealing some
0: classes? <laughs> <laughs> Calling me out, man. Um, yeah, um... we've got a class thief. <laughs> we've got a class thief over here. Today I school, I I school. Today I stole a Scott Sensei class. And it went; it was fine, because I didn't... I, <laughs> of I, I course, his was... <laughs> 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 class, of course it's fine. Yeah, I know, totally but, <laughs> but I didn't teach it exactly the way he did, obviously, because I'm not him, and I, I couldn't even do the moves the way he does them. But I just took the exercise, I took the bones of the class, and I did it my way. I don't mean I taught it differently. I taught the same principles, uh, but I just didn't... A little roofiness on there. The, 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 it was more like taking away the Scott Flair... And, and just doing it my way it was a little bit more basic you know I didn't go into as much detail and um, I did a lot more reps because I like doing a hard class you know mm. I like making people sweat make, make people kind of look like they're about to give up and then <laughs> shout at them <laughs> 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> so yeah that's what I did I stole a class you steal classes I've seen you steal classes I've seen steal classes all the time yeah. Yeah. Like, like,
1: yeah, like I think it's uh, it's a good way of keeping what you're taught fresh in your head It keeps it fresh in the mm-hmm. student's head, you know like I think uh nothing wrong with taking inspiration from classes um or or even like almost almost doing the same class if it's a good class like a good mm-hmm. class a good class like everything's stone mm-hmm. like everything so uh, so I don't think there's anything, there's anything wrong with it i think there there it becomes a problem if it's the only thing that you do if you're relying on that like you, think you have to have your own ideas you have to have your own um yeah, your own premises and stuff like that. But I think that every now and then, if there's a really good class, and you're like, "Christ, that's a great class," mm. I'm gonna nick that,
0: copy
1: it, nick it. Yeah. Like, I like, I, I stole. Um, I've stolen from lots of people. Like one of the the guys I stole from uh, Christian from Norway. Oh, Norway, yeah? Christian, yeah. Um, he has a fantastic app. Uh, his, his application is just so.
0: Oh, Christian Oygarden. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. From
1: Norway, yeah. Like his applications are great, and I steal all his. Application stuff because I think that that's the like that's the realistic shit you know mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. it's it's very unorthodox but practical. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love that. In I mean, we do some of his kicking drills and morning training now. Like you know, yeah, we do yeah. we do some of them. So yeah, like even Scott senses still some of the those drills. Um, just. Uh, I also stole, 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 stole oh, sorry Christian I stole all your shit but <laughs> I stole Christian's the, eh, kata, the, the kata where you make no, up a kata make up, make up your own yeah. kata
0: stuff which is eh, you work back from application yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. so
1: somebody's going to attack you with something you have to defend it and do it a couple of times and then turn that into some sort of karate technique mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you've got the make, the makings of a kata which I think is a fantastic drill and as soon as I, I heard about it I was like wow like got to try that out mm-hmm. and I've tried it out a couple of times and it always goes down Really well with the students, the students love it. I think it's hilarious to see what they come up with, <laughs> yeah. and it's actually a good insight into. It's a really good way to explain what cats are mm-hmm. and why we do them. Yeah. It's a good justification for for kata, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so yeah, so like, and then obviously steal everything from Scott, steal everything from every a Good instructor mm. always has something that you
0: can steal. I think I'm only just coming into that now, though. Like yeah. uh, that was the first class I'd I'd literally just stolen. Maybe I've stolen bits and pieces or ideas or exercises here and there, but that was the first time I stole a class from start to finish. Um, and it's good. It I think like what class do you do? Oh, it was uh, it was what he did this morning. It, he did it at in his 10 a.m. course for uh, that guy over in Scotland, Kanzen Karate. Yeah. So he did that class. And it had some oh, Roy. bits and pieces. Pe- Roy. Roy, yeah. well exactly, and it had some bits and pieces from a class he'd done during the week, uh-huh. uh, some kick and stuff, uh, th- those hip exercises from my Gary. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that those were fresh in my mind, and then he put them all together with a few extra stuff this morning, and then I had an adult class. I had your adult class at, at one o'clock, uh-huh. so I just, uh, I just did it. I just did it again. It was still fresh yeah. in my mind. I managed to do, do the whole thing. I didn't miss anything. And uh, it was perfect. It was great. And I th- I feel like it, it, didn't, it, it wasn't just copying somebody, it was expanding my repertoire. Yeah. And if I copy enough classes like that, I think I'll be able to come up with my own classes like that eventually.
1: Yeah. No, absolutely. Because mm-hmm. you, you, you're just reinforcing the ideas, right? Mm-hmm. Um, like, like, for example, I'll do it like when, we, when Scott Sensei was teaching Kiba hmm Taught it Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. In my Wednesday morning class that I do with the adults, i taught talk Kiba Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, one... I don't know what to teach like I have no inspiration just now so I'll just do that yeah and then two this will just help me remember it for tomorrow morning when we do it again <laughs> you know like so yeah I was just like cool keep again here we go ba, 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 ba. And off we went I so, forgot it already <laughs> I'd, I'd struggle I think yeah. I forget God is so easy very obscure <laughs> like I like, I tend to like need to go through it if I go through it once then I've got it like normally mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. after a while but yeah I don't think there's anything wrong stealing classes it's okay you hear that folks Steal. Steal everything. Do. Steal. Try. Just do it. Just, it just come up with different different uh, words. Instead of verbatim
0: like, this feeling of, you have to go, can that way where? At one point I was explaining a bit and I was like, oh, how do I say this without sounding like a bollocks? So I was just like, <laughs> so I was like, the way Scott Sensei taught this was he said do that because I knew I couldn't talk about, I, It was. it just felt like, It felt like an advanced thought
1: process. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, it would be too disingenuous. It it felt
0: like it was such an not not advanced, but like such a I don't know, whatever the point was, I felt like I can't pretend that I came up with this.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's one thing I always do when I steal classes. I'll never be like, This is my idea. I'll always like fess up. I never Mm -hmm. like pretend that it's my class. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like I'll never pretend that it's it's what I do. It's like this is something that Scott Sensi taught me before, or this is something that whatever instructor I'm, I'm plagiarising, <laughs> I'll always give them the, the credit. Like, yeah. I'll, I'll never try and take that credit for myself. Because okay. that's just... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, I think that's a slippery slope when you start doing that stuff. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I would never do that. Mm-hmm. I always say, I'm going to do something... To, like, I'll do the drill or whatever, and then I'll be like, this is something that I learned in New York off of Richard Sensi, or mm-hmm. this is something that, you know... So so Because at the end of the day, unless we're talking, like, very, like... The, the best of what each instructor does, they probably are taking a lot from their previous learning experiences. And they'll probably yeah. say, This is a drill that Cassie Sensei, Yahara Sensei, whoever mm-hmm. it is that they've been training with, um, showed them, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah,
0: yeah. Cool. Are you ready? I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready for, 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 for a of the week, of week. the month. Of oh, the, the month? Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: my, my fail. It's obvious. It's obvious. So I broke my calf. (laughs) (laughs) It's broken. That's it. It's gone. It's gone. Um, Yeah out of uh, no, training that's it no, we've no, covered no that exciting feel for me uh, I hurt my calf if you want another uh, one uh, I'll think of one
0: while you're telling yours because I think I know what your words to be
1: <laughs> yeah. I think <laughs> like, yeah, I'll my fail
0: of one. the week is awful guys um, I thought I was being pretty funny and pretty clever at the time but uh, <laughs> yeah this is what happened we had an old sparring session in morning training and it was great first time we'd done a proper bit of Dojo Kumite in ages, so we were giving each other a few thumps, we were dancing around, we were doing the business. And uh, then I was paired up with Scott Sensei, and uh, you know, it was the usual kind of routine whenever I'm sparring with Scott Sensei. He like, you know, he's he's very patient, and we, you know, he lets me try stuff, and then he kind of pummels me a little bit and drives me back into the wall and then I'm panting and he's just so relaxed and anyway it was going on that way and it's fine I'm learning I'm trying stuff and I get an idea (laughs) to um to try something completely new and very very bold and uh what I did was I tried to get him to move, I tried to faint, and he wouldn 't move and I tried to faint again, and he wouldn 't come in so so I thought oh he 's about to come i thought i thought oh he 's about to do it he's about to he 's about to advance he 's about to attack, and I dropped down <laughs> onto the floor, and I tried the unsu mawashigeri where you drop onto the floor and you kick mawashigeri kind of up the way and uh, <laughs> it depends on whose version of the story you get now <laughs> as to how effective the kick was. Um, the way I was telling the story in, you know, the days to come was that, you know, I, I got him, you know, walloped him right into solar plexus, and he was vomiting and crying for his <laughs> mammy. Obviously, that's not, <laughs> obviously that's not how it went down. <laughs> My big toe kind of brushed off his dokey, and um, and he was quite annoyed that I, that I tried it. and I felt pretty stupid Um, but I thought I better choose some some last words anyway just as I was lying on the floor and he began to bore down on me so I said um, ha! gotcha! (laughs) <laughs> just as, like, just, 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 it was just like this last bit of defiance um, He reacted by pinning me to the floor with his knees And punching my thigh Like five times And he gave me an awful It's actually still bruised It's still quite yeah. sore This was What day is today? Saturday? Yeah This was Wednesday or It was Thursday Thursday, yeah
1: yeah, so still quite yeah. sore,
0: but I definitely deserved it. It was it was really dumb, <laughs> but I get I get a bit carried away. Like I start treating Kumite like a like a game, you know, like a like a joke, because we are play. The way I kind of start looking at it is just play fighting, you know. And sometimes, especially when you're with AJ, you start messing. <laughs> you know, like here comes a jumpy, spinny AJ. death kick. AJ, <laughs> Aj, here's that bus.
1: No, Aj doesn't do comedy. No, it's like,
0: but it is. Yeah, you know, people say things like "keep it playful." That's a BJJ thing. You know, yeah, keep I it mean, playful. like, like I is. But there's a balance, obviously. I obviously went much too playful there when I tried to do this. I, uh,
1: there, it goes in one or two ways. Like you either get too silly or you get too serious, right? And I'd much rather you get a bit too silly when we don't have any mouth guards and pads, groin guards, or any of that stuff on. Mm-hmm. Like because when it gets too serious, like some like I'm always like, I I always find when people get too like people come in with an energy that's too serious, and I'll be pinging away and stuff and I'm like like, like, kumite is my kind of the best aspect of my karate I Mm -hmm. think and for people to get me they have to go fast they have to go harder
0: right
1: and I always get to the point where it's like it's getting to the point where you like, you're still, like, we're still kind of like, I'm still playing and you're trying to get me. Mm-hmm. And it's to the point where when you do get me, you'll be going so hard and fast that like, you end up hurting me, mm-hmm. cutting me open or something like that. You know?
0: <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. That's never happened you know, in the cut, dojo. Cut my eye open or something. And it's like, <laughs> why are you, why are you twitching like that, Ross?
1: <laughs> but it's like, and it's like that, and, and there's a much, uh, there's a, I think there's a big difference between me playing like and me relaxed and then me starting to ramp up and get serious like, I never get serious in more committed really
0: she
1: would fucking kill us well, like, and, that, and that's uh, and I think that I, I'd much rather feel like I was uh, got a bit too silly than it got mm-hmm. too serious because if it gets serious then people start getting hurt yeah. I like, think you know
0: okay well I got I got silly and I got hurt <laughs>
1: A dead leg's all right. That's yeah, that's, that's yeah, not it could have
0: been a He loves giving the old dead leg. Yeah. <laughs> that was the worst one I ever got. <laughs> stiletto punch, as he likes to say. Yeah, stiletto punch!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Big, massive knuckles. But yeah, uh, yeah, like, I don't think wrong. We're getting playful. Uh, playful is as long as it's still...
0: Yeah, there's a the difference between there's, playful and stupid. I Yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. As long as yeah. it's not,
1: huh, yeah, stupid is the word. Yeah, as long as it's not <laughs> stupid. That was maybe a little bit stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I accept that. now, that's fine. Fucking, al-
1: the way you told me it though. is I, I went in on Thursday night to like th- to catch the end of Scott's class, and I and I hang about like we we all hang about afterwards on a Thursday for for an hour or so these days, and it's just my little, you know getting out of the house moment and I got in and the first thing we Ruth said was like "Guess what how we're doing he we told me the story and I started pushing myself and I was like did you get him and he was like yeah and, I to... and then I looked at Scott and Scott's face was this just... sub picture I was wetting myself because I was like okay
0: He's like, let me tell you my version of it. Now. <laughs> I was like, Yeah <laughs> Yeah. I know. I was I like whoever I told the story to they probably knew I was messing. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, of course. course. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. But yeah, it's uh, but yeah.
1: The first podcast of the year officially. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, hopefully this comes. We're we're going to try our best to keep a uh, on the rig with it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we're doing a good job. We've been consistent, you know, every every week or so, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, We're going to be good boys from now on. That's it. And uh, next week we've got a, we've got a so we 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 the Sensei Seth. Oh uh, yes, we promised everyone Sensei Seth. Yeah, unfortunately, um, as you can tell, because he's not on, <laughs> uh, uh, we we had to postpone that one. Um, he had some house troubles and stuff. He's asked, uh, but he's been very good to us. He says um, we he will reschedule with us, which is nice um, all of him. So we'll get on him soon. But uh, we've got the lovely Lauren Hart. Who I actually met that went to on Florida. No, um, yes. So there you go, uh, friends of friends of friends. Um, who's going to come on next week? Um, she has her own podcast, which we will. I the name of it escapes me. Beyond right the dojo. Beyond the dojo. Beyond the dojo. Um, I've actually since uh, inviting her on, uh, have went and watched a bunch of the episodes. They're very. Uh, her and her husband Jeremiah are very very good. Um, very lovely people. Great content. So check that podcast out. Um, if you want to know a little bit about Lauren before she comes on, uh, if not, we'll be growing her, asking her all the questions and stuff, and uh, have a hut. lot of fun next week. Um, so yeah, that'll be next week's podcast. So hopefully you enjoy that. Can't wait to have her on. And uh, as always, deep bows and oses.
0: Os. Oh,